0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Like thank you all for tuning in to the show. So, as always, I got my homeboy with me, Tyler. I'm Trey, and we are coming your way with the one hundred and seventh edition of the Don't Kill the Messages Podcast. First thing we're about to touch on this week is we're about to get right into the NFL. We do have the draft coming up tomorrow. Uh so we're just about to get right into it. Uh first thing that we're about to touch on right now is who do we have being drafted uh to uh whatever team. Uh, gonna do our top five for this one. Um, but to start this off, Tyler, uh, Cleveland, they have the first pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Darnell, uh, having a messed up mouth, he sent me his. So I'm just gonna read these <laughs> off. Um, okay. Yeah. Let you get your little take on it, and then you can, okay. uh, make your prediction on who you think, uh, will get, uh, the first pick as well. But for the first one, uh, with Cleveland making their first pick. Uh he picked Darnold. Uh, but he wouldn't be surprised if they mess it up and get Mayfield,
1: um, in his own words. Um, just what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. I actually think they're gonna go Sam Darnold as well. Um Darnold had a really good pro day. Uh seemed like he was making a lot of throws. Um uh, I don't think they're gonna go Mayfield. I think that's a lot of smokescreen. Uh I don't see them quote-unquote messing it up. Now, I'm not going to say, you know, picking Baker Mayfield's the worst pick they could make. Yeah. You know, for all we know, he, I mean, his his comparable players, Russell Wilson. Smaller in size, has mobility, still has a good arm. Yeah. Um, can make the throws. So, um, I don't think Mayfield would be the end of the world for Cleveland, but I see them taking Darnold. Darnold okay.
0: Now, with uh, the first pick, you know, some with some teams, you know, they pick the best available player, which, uh, with the first pick, they'll be the best player in the draft or they base it upon teams needs. Um, do you think Darnold is the best player in this draft or
1: do you hmm. think Cleveland is just going with who they think, uh, they need or what do you, how yeah, do you feel about that? They're definitely trying to address the need here. They haven't had a quarterback in almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, so they, Every year, they're really looking for a quarterback, if there's one that even has a hint of success. Yeah. Um, So, really, they're definitely addressing team need here. Um, And when we talk about the second pick, I'll explain why I think they're going quarterback. Okay. All right.
0: And for the second pick, uh, with it being New York, um, Darnell had Barkley uh, getting... Yep. Drafted, uh, he said in his words, "Eli needs a good back to take the ball away from him." Um, so so Just thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, uh, I do agree. Uh, and just to clarify, it's the Giants at two, Jets are at three. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Giants. Yeah. So yeah, Giants, yeah just yeah. just clearing that up. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I I think Saquon Barkley is the best player in the draft. I think he's the most talented player in the draft. Um, Granted, it's always tough to kind of judge best player when you're also trying to like judge guards and tackles and things like that. Yeah. But in terms of the skilled position players, I think Saquon Barkley is the best, best player in this draft. So I think New York is definitely taking the best available player at the time. Um, yeah, Eli Manning's on the decline, and there was a lot of talk about them going quarterback. But especially if Cleveland... Takes their team need and goes quarterback. One, I don't see them passing on Barkley at two. And if they do, I'd be surprised. Uh, they haven't had a good running back in a few years. They've had serviceable running backs. You know, last couple of years, Wayne Gallman, uh, Orleans Darqua. I mean, just serviceable guys. But if you can get Saquon Barkley, I would take him in a heartbeat. All right. Now for
0: the Jets, uh, Darnell has Josh Rosen. Um, he said, Darnold let the Browns act like the Browns of old and mess up. Uh, but yeah, he's for his pick. Um, I guess he's rolling with, uh, Rosen for the
1: jets. Um, do you agree with that? Uh, I'm actually not going to agree with that one. I do know they really like Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, I know they are very high on him. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked if we see, uh, Baker Mayfield go here. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to going to jump on the Baker Mayfield train here. Um they're kind of looking for you know, someone to turn eyes back to the Jets. Um and I think they're going to take a guy that has a lot of a lot of heart and a lot of passion. Uh I think they go Mayfield here at 3 and shock a few people. Okay.
0: Now for the 4th pick, uh we have the Browns again. Uh they're going to be making another pick. Uh, for the fourth pick, Darnella has them drafting Chubb. Uh, mm-hmm. they think they should get the best pass rusher. Uh, just for good premium. Um, do you agree with that one? You think they should go with a good pass rusher like Chubb? Uh, like Chubb or yeah? Do you, do you feel yeah. Else they
1: I, I think as long as Chubb's there at four, they'll take him. I mean, him and Miles Garrett playing next to each other will be crazy good. Um, you know, just at that point you're taking the best defensive player after drafting who you think is going to be your guy for the next three to five years. Um, Successful first pick, fourth pick uh, for Cleveland if they go Darnell Chubb for sure. Yeah.
0: And for the last pick,
1: uh, we have
0: the Denver Broncos. Um, Darnell had Edmonds. Um, He says he should be a, Good, solid piece for them uh, for an aging defense.
1: Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I'm actually going to take uh, a completely different approach here. I, I think they trade the fifth pick. Mm. Okay, They will trade down in the draft um, to one of two teams, either the Cardinals or the Bills. Both teams in dire need of a quarterback. Uh, the Bills have another first-round pick, so I wouldn't be shocked if it's with them. Okay. Um the Bills are clearly looking for a quarterback. Uh they could they could easily trade their twelfth pick, um pick in the draft as well, um, allow um the Bron- Broncos to slide down after signing Case Keenum. Yeah. Uh so they're not in the race for a quarterback here. Um so I think they trade down. If you're forcing me to pick a team, I'll say the Bills. Uh, Bill's trade up into that fifth spot and take uh, Josh. Uh, Josh Rosen, Rosen. not at, okay. not M. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now up next, what we're about to get into. Uh, is a question that I have for the both of y'all is: um, Do you have anyone potentially sliding in this draft? Um, for Darnell, he went with Josh Rosen, uh, mm-hmm. Rosen because, uh, just because he's a very outspoken individual. Um, he's mm-hmm. not, um, afraid to speak his mind on certain issues. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, with, um, how the NFL has been looking at stuff, the owners and teams, you know, they want their, you know, QB to kind of be silent on some issues and things like that. Um, Mm-hmm. So do you, could you see that happening to Josh Rosen? Uh, was that your first pick for that?
1: Yeah. One? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. I think if he's not gone by that fifth pick, he will be mid to late in the first round. Okay. Um, I still think he's a first round pick because we're going to see teams, you know, that have later first round picks still looking for quarterbacks. Um, You know, as we go down the list, you know, um, like I said, Cardinals have the fifteenth pick. If somehow Rosen falls to them at fifteen, I think they'd take him. Um, you know, continued down the list. Uh, you know, there's rumors that the Patriots might take another quarterback. Uh, there's also rumors that uh, the Steelers could take a quarter. Um, an- another player who I think a lot of people have a lot of hype around, but I still don't think he's going to be. One of the top picks, at least for the hype that he's getting right now, is Lamar Jackson. I think teams yeah, I was are going to very cautious of yeah.
0: him. Yeah, I was about to ask you because you know some people were saying he should change um, positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was rumors going yeah. around saying that the Patriots were interested in him that he could possibly be drafted by the Patriots. But yeah, just well, yeah. What were your thoughts mm-hmm. on uh, Lamar Jackson?
1: You yeah, know? I mean, I think you should stay a quarterback. I mean, when you are playing at that high of a level in Division One. You know, I think you're supposed to be what you're doing. So yeah. okay. stay as a quarterback. A team will take the chance on him, uh, but I don't think he's going to be a top unless I'm shocked. Okay. You know, and and I think everybody would be shocked if he's gone to probably the top twenty.
0: Yeah. Um, a guy for me that uh, another per, uh, football player that came to mind mind that could possibly slide. Um, was, uh, Swan Barkley. Um, just with him, uh, with him being at his position. Um, we've had, you know, in previous years, uh, running backs that, uh, kind of got slighted, got drafted later on in the rounds, um, up to like the second round and whatnot. Um, uh, does you see that happening to him possibly or?
1: No. No. I'm, okay. I'm just going to go ahead and stop that now. Yeah. That, okay. No. He will be gone in the first Okay. four picks. All right. I don't see him falling anything past that. Okay.
0: All right, now we got to get right into the Detroit Lions um getting I forgot what pick they are. Uh 20. 20. Okay. So, yeah, they have the 20th pick um of the draft. Um just who do you think um they should possibly be looking forward to getting uh with their 20th pick? Um, with Darnell, he was saying, uh, Tavin Bryan or DeRon Payne, uh, um, yep. you know, look for defensive tackles or, yeah. um, a guy like Geis, uh, who he feels should be a productive back, um, for them. Um, those were just some guys that he picked, yeah. uh, that came to his mind. Um, but you agree with him, man? Who, who yeah.
1: Think? Yeah. That? I completely agree with him. I think we'll see Payne or Brian. Uh, I think we'll see one of those two. Um, leaning more toward probably pain, uh, uh with uh, you know Matt Patricia coming in defensive guy, I build that defense. You know he's even said you need to build a defense from the inside out. Yeah. Um, and in reality, the every you know even everybody says you need to build an offense from the inside out. So, um, they will go one of those two guys, I believe. Um, but I'm even saying that if they even hold the twentieth pick. You know, I wouldn't be straight down. Um the Lions are tied for the fewest picks in the draft at six. Um, I think they could trade the twentieth pick, uh, uh move down and accumulate maybe an extra pick or you know, an extra pick or two. Um total up to seven, eight eight picks, you know, and then, you know, really stock up rounds two through. Six or whatever it may be, uh, but if they hold on to twenty, I would lean toward pain. Uh, if they trade down, um, I mean that'll just be you know more fruit to pick from the low hanging tree. Yeah, but uh, I I think they wait on a running back. Don't think they go first round. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Alright, uh Sexman, he's not here, but I had I was gonna ask him uh for his Cowboys, um, who should he pick? Uh Darnell came up with Josh Jackson or Ronnie Harrison, uh said that they need help in the defensive backfield.
1: Um do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I mean I think in the NFL you can never have too many, you know, good players in your defense. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's just a known fact. Um, yeah, I could see them doing, um, Josh Jackson from Iowa, good player. Um, I've seen quite a few mock drafts have been leaning toward a wide receiver. Um, I don't necessarily know about that, but yeah, if I had a guess, I think they'll go, they'll go with some defensive backfield. help. Okay. Who exactly? I don't know. I I can't even say that I'm, you know, even... Caught up with every single defensive backfield player in this draft, but yeah. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go defensive backfield. I uh, don't think it'll happen. Um, I think Minka Fitzpatrick's top 10, 12 pick. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I can see them going along the lines of Josh Jackson. I, I completely agree there.
2: Okay. All right, sounds
0: good. Um, is there anything else to add for the NFL, uh,
1: before we, um, no, move on? should be good. Should be a fun draft. A lot of, a lot of good names. All right. All right. For the first, uh, thing we're about to talk
0: about for the NBA, we're going to touch right into the Eastern, uh, Amers, uh, playoff games, um, First game, well, first series. We're about to touch on is it's over with now. But we're about to reflect on Miami versus Philly. Um, just what were your
1: holes and thoughts on this series? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's really surprised that Philly won. To be quite honest, I yeah. uh, knew they're talented. I think it was more, more a question of how's their youth going to be able to hang, yeah. really, with with a team that has you know a bigger veteran presence. Um, I mean, I think Ben Simmons is really showing who he is. Uh, he he was the best player on the floor for that whole that whole series. Yeah, yeah, he was just
0: playing absolutely phenomenal. Um, we kind of touched on it last week, but I think uh, Game Two, uh, you know, the whooping that. Mm-hmm. Miami put on Philadelphia. Um, really it woke them up. Yeah, it definitely woke them up. Um, I think that was a uh, blessing in disguise for them, uh, just for them to get a uh, taste of uh, just the playoffs, you know, never take your foot off the uh, pedal, um, just keep going, You stay focused um, no matter what. So, a mm-hmm. loss like that, um, even though it's just one loss, um, I really think that's really opened their eyes and going to have them keep pushing forward to um, just play hard and Try to just win more games and just try to advance to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, uh, maybe the mm-hmm. N- uh, NBA Finals. So, um, mm-hmm. really looking forward to see you know how this team can continue to play uh, moving forward. Just with that, uh, but yeah, they've been playing yeah. absolutely phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and I mean, even as a six seed, I don't think anybody was scared of Miami. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm I'm not trying to you know discredit a four one series win because that's still very good and that's what you need to do in the first round. Yeah, but. You know, just I think it was a good, for lack of a better term, a good warm-up series for them. Because if they see Boston, they're going to have their hands full. And then no matter who they see um, coming from the top side of that uh, Eastern Conference, their hands will be full the rest of the way. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, just to ask you about the Wayne Wade man, mm-hmm. um, there was a reporter asking possible, possibly about retiring. Um, you
1: think he's going to retire yet? You think he's going to give it another year? Or uh, yeah, he he still got some in the tank. You know, I think he really embraced coming off the bench. Um, I th- think he enjoyed it. I'm not saying he's going to want the, you know, the parade of. You know, the last season, you know, like Kobe got or something like that. But I think a little bit of him is going to want to call it quits. So people know, like, this is it. Yeah. You know, I don't think he, you know, he wants the, you know, like I said, the show for it. But I'll say this is going to be it. Not saying it's going to be this next year, but I still think he at least has another year in the tank. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. Let's say another year or two Um,
2: for him.
0: Um, he has some good flashes um, in that series against Philly, oh, yeah. so yeah, he he That's definitely great. showed it. You know, he could he mm-hmm. could bring it um, when needed. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: all right. Now up next, uh, we're about to touch on Toronto versus Washington. Um, just thoughts on this series, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's uh, by the way, it's tied uh, two to
2: two. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, it's tied two to two. Um, they, they are.
0: It's ninety three to ninety four um, at the moment, Toronto. Um,
1: yeah. So. so yeah. So. so I mean, you know, we're we're looking at a series that you know Toronto has allowed Washington to get back in it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's it's actually kind of. I don't want to say embarrassing but it's definitely not in toronto's best interest to allow a team to come back uh like they've allowed washington to uh a team that will feed off of energy and feed off of any momentum john wall bradley beal you know you let those two go crazy and it could it could get dangerous for you real fast yeah so you know i think you know toronto just needs to keep their foot on the pedal and turn the whole 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 time with them even even you said it trey you know um Lowry and DeRozan seem to let you down at this time of the year. Yeah, so you know it's it's to me just the fact of are they going to actually try and win the Eastern Conference or are they not? I mean, they just have to keep the energy constant, yeah. and they're they're just not doing. It. Yeah, I
0: as I agree with you exactly, man. Um, you know, DeRozan and Lowry have still been uh, having pretty good games. Um, just with them being the leaders of the team, I still got to put. Uh, You know, the blame on them, just with them being the leaders Mm -hmm. and everything. But um, they've been playing pretty well, man. Um, If you would have looked at the first two games, how they started off, it would look like they could possibly give this team the broom, uh, sweeping them uh, Washington. But, um, you know, Washington's hanging in there, man. You never want to count a guy like John Wall out. And, uh, you know, he's got the team hanging in there but yeah. how I was just looking, man, with this Washington team, um, it looked like how they were just playing with the regular season and everything. Uh, this could have been a year for them and everything. Not going to say that they're going to lose a series or anything like that, yeah. but, um, yeah. you know, they definitely got to get it together, man, because uh, playing just how they well they've been playing, uh, you definitely want to don't want to let a guy like John Wall um, hang oh. in there because uh, he could definitely win this series and uh, pull through and win it. So. It's uh-huh. just going to have to see, man. But yeah, hopefully Washington can, you know, get it together and pull through. Uh, because like I said, man, they can, they can look great during the regular season, man. But when it comes to playoff time, they can just let you down. So uh-huh. hopefully they just get it together. Yeah. You still, uh, think they will end up
1: winning the series, Toronto? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see them losing it. I think they'll kick it into a gear, especially if they get that 3-2 lead. Um, home court, you know, the only thing that really makes me really wary about them is the whole Drake thing. I feel like they give so much attention to Drake. No, I, I'm being, I'm being <laughs> dead serious. I, I, I can agree. They give him, yeah. they, everybody in that Toronto team, you know, like it, it seems like Drake gets a lot of leeway at the games and stuff like that. I, I think it just gets in the way. Yeah, it could possibly be. Man. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he needs to let the show be about the Raptors, not about him. Yeah, I, I can, I can agree with that, man. I, I and the Raptors that. need to make Toronto about them and not Drake. Yeah, I'll tell you that too. You know, they're they're too busy letting Drake's be the man, be the man up there. Yeah. Now, up
0: next, we're about to touch on Boston versus Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee turned it around, man. At the home, man, they end up tying it uh-huh. two-two. But Boston, um, ended up getting, uh, the lead back to three-two. Uh-huh. Still kind of disappointed in this Milwaukee team. Um, you know they they're battling it through. They could still possibly win this series. Um, but just I'm still just confused on how they're not able to just pull through on this Boston team. I know that Boston's able. They got the home court advantage. You know, home court. Um, it's real, you know, they can go out there and pull through when they're at home and everything like that, but I still, man, I'm just confused with how they don't have uh, Hayward, they don't have Kyrie, and Mm -hmm. Milwaukee, they have all that talent on their team, but they're still Mm -hmm. just not able to pull through and just put their uh, foot on the neck of this Boston team and get that W, man.
1: Yeah, you know, but I feel like the story here is the Celtics' young talent. You know, we're looking at Jason Tatum, had a fantastic year. Yeah. Jalen Brown's having a killer second year. Yeah. Terry, Terry Rozier's playing Brownie. best basketball life. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you know, when you look at their talent under the age of 25. Yeah. That's in the league. Yeah. And, you know, in, in terms of Milwaukee, you know, they're just going to be one of those teams that has a lot of talent, but they don't have you know, the the killer on their team. Like as good as Anacumpo is, when you look around the league, he's not exactly the guy who's who I want to have the ball in the final seconds. You know, Mm. they they don't he's not he's just not the you know, the gut wrenching player.
2: He's really good,
1: but he's not gonna win a game single handedly for you. You know, he he's not gonna go out and be a LeBron James or a James Harden, like Hmm. Yeah, he was he was in the MVP talk and all this. You know, he can get triple doubles and stuff, but yeah. he he's not he's not the ice cold killer. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, something to be scared of, but they can sneak up on you. I, w- I will give them that. Yeah, you know, I, I can agree with that, man.
0: Just with him and the other pieces that he has around him, uh, Ledsoe, oh. Middleton, Parker, oh, yeah. uh, they should have been hired in a seventh uh, seat. Um, in my personal opinion, this with the talent that they have. But, you know, this they made it to the playoffs, don't get me wrong, you know, that's a great accomplishment, but you know, with this team they shouldn't uh-huh. be uh doing more. Um right now, in my personal opinion.
1: Uh-huh. Um
0: I guess it's Boston team, so it's you know, like I said, uh this is another one the series is not over with yet, but you know, sure. they've really gotta pull through um in Boston. Um they want to win this one because Boston's been having her way with them at home. So
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. Now,
0: uh, to touch on Cleveland and the Pacers. Um
1: so what are your thoughts on this series, man? Easily the best series. yeah, um, hands down, uh Ola proving he is comeback player the er, most improved player, not yeah. comeback. Uh I think he's proved it. Um Man, I'm telling you what, you'll agree with me too. Uh Bogdanovich is a baller. That dude has been stepping. Can, yeah. Yeah, he can play. Yeah. Uh but I, I think, you know, the Pacers are showing that, you know, you don't need, you know, the all star stud player, Paul George. Yeah. To do it. I mean, look at Oklahoma City. It's it's a completely different story. Um, you know, being a big disappointment in the playoffs. But, you know, I, I think Win or lose this series, I st- I think they'll lose. I think Cleveland will win win the series. Yeah. But win or lose this series, I think the Pacers are showing if they could keep the core of the squad together, they could be something for the next five to seven years.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that, man. Because when PG left, I thought this team was pretty much dead. Um, but end up getting Oladipo, man. And he's just like I said, most enthralled player. Um, in my book too. But he's just been balling mm-hmm. out of his mind. Yeah. And just got other pieces around them too. Don't need to be, you know, all star talents or anything like that, but they just have pieces guys on their team that just get the job done. Um, so you know, if you yeah. get the job done, you get the job done, you know, regardless oh, of Oh, for sure. So it's yeah uh very fun to watch this team play, mm-hmm. man. Uh kinda somewhat kinda remind me a little bit of the uh Pistons a little yeah. bit back in the day, you know, would not having the yeah. big you know, time players on the team, but they were able mm-hmm. to get the job done. They was need to get a ring first to really be,
1: uh. I was going to say, don't, <laughs> don't be mistaken about those 04 Pistons. Clearly a better team. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So, uh, but just a fun team to watch,
0: man. Oh, um, yeah. I love turning them on. Yeah. Now, what do you think about, uh, Lance Stevenson and everything? You think he's, uh, been doing a good job of getting bronze head and
1: a little bit or? Yeah, I mean, I think it's everybody reading into it more than anything else. Like, let's let us be real. Yeah, he's trying to pester LeBron, and LeBron's just annoyed. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be real. LeBron's still LeBron, and whether you're blowing in his ear or not, he's still going to give it to you night in and night out. So, Yeah. I mean, but is, is he doing a good job? Yeah, he's doing a great job. I mean, I don't think you can ask for much more than what he's been doing offensively and defensively. Yeah.
0: Now, just what are your thoughts about Kevin Love um, in this series, man? Because, um, you know, he's kind of been pr- pretty disappointing, um, especially to be the second option on a team. Um, just what are your thoughts about Kevin Love, man? Um
1: you think he should step it up more, or you just how, how do you feel about him? Uh, honestly, you know, I think Kevin Love – I don't know. Yeah. He needs to step it up. I mean, he's not the player they signed from Minnesota. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. And and he hasn't been really majority of his time when he hasn't been hurt. Uh, but yeah, he needs to step up. He needs to produce more offensively, um, be a little bit of a better presence defensively as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can agree with that, man. Um, the guy can play. Um, he obviously had that injury and everything. Uh, coming off of that still might be a little bit rusty from it and everything, but guys, Kevin Love, man, there's not really no excuses when it comes to playoff time. So that's the time when hey. you really got to bring it. So. You get paid the
1: contract, you better produce.
0: Exactly. But all right, that was the Eastern Conference, man. You got anything else to add uh, for the East before we head up the West? Nope. All right. Now let's touch on uh the uh Portland
1: Pelican series. Um just what were your thoughts on that? I'll actually ask you a question first. Is that team better without DeMarcus Cousins?
2: Oh man. Uh if you look
0: at the num you know, Boogie Cousins, man, that's my guy, so I'm a little bit biased towards him, but, um, just looking at the numbers and everything, man, um, I would say yes. Um, uh, you know, especially like during this time now when everybody's playing small ball and everything like that. Um, you have, it gave Anthony Davis a little bit of a, uh, opportunity to have more space and man, to just play his game a little bit more. Um, but I will say this, too, uh, with Anthony Davis, he has had uh, previous seasons being injured and things like that. So just him being healthy um, and everything uh, really played a huge role in this um, Pelicans team being successful. But just looking at the uh, numbers and everything, man, I believe so. Man, I really think with Boogie getting hurt, um, with Boogie, you know, Boogie's my guy. But with him being hurt, man, it just gave Anthony Davis just some time. The opportunity just for him to just be the freak that he is, man, and just go out there and just ball out. Um, so I think a little bit, man, when you have possibly too many stars on your team, you can kind of get a little bit, um, worried or concerned with the touches and whatnot. Um, and just distribution of the stats. Uh, you know, should I feed Boogie Cousins? Should I give it to AD or whatever? But with Boogie going down, you know, really just gave them just focus on just, Focusing on one guy having been the leader in AD, and then having the other pieces around the team work around him. So,
1: I believe so, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it would be tough to say they still wouldn't have won this series, um, considering they dominated this series. Yeah, uh, but I do. Th- I, I I really look like your point about Anthony Davis now is the space. Yes. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um. I think that's completely what it is. Uh. Um, but it. You know. It doesn't hurt that he's getting help from Drew Holiday, who's playing balling out of his mind. Yeah. Like like he. You know. Like he was playing four years ago. Yeah. You know. Uh. Um, Rondo stepping up to. Yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah. They're they're getting they're getting players from all over sure. chiming in, but you know. and end of the day, it's Anthony Davis doing Anthony Davis things yeah. offensively and defensively. I mean, if you just look at first-round performances, he's been the best player in the entire playoffs, in my opinion. Yeah, so far, yeah. He's definitely uh, uh, mean, my MVP. Um, oh, yeah, for the playoffs, for the playoffs,
0: so, far, playoffs yeah, so far.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah definitely. So, he's been he, yeah, he's, he's doing his job. Um, he's carrying that team. Portland, I'm not surprised by them losing. Outside of Lillard and McCollum, that team doesn't have a whole lot to hang their hat on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, the only thing you can't do is let those guys light you up for 75-plus. Yeah. And that is what their success is, and that's how they win games. You know, those two guys averaging over, you know, close to or over 20 points a game. Yeah. And New Orleans slowed them down, and you know New Orleans just has a few more options to go to. So plus I don't know too many people that are going to be stopping Anthony Davis. Like, yeah. Uh, that guy Let's just call just it what. Yeah, let's let's just, just call it what elite. it is. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, he's in that elite tier and yeah. you're not looking at anybody from Portland saying they're elite. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Really good. But not elite status now, uh, you brought up Dame
0: Little uh Damian Lillard. Um there have been some people out there questioning uh, you know, his start on his uh his skill and everything, just with how they lost to the Pelicans, um, you know, saying that uh he should have stepped up more, you know, he can't be a superstar without the fashion that he uh lost in the series and whatnot. Um
1: what would you say to the people that's been saying that? Oh, I mean Just look at him throughout the regular season. The dude proves he can do it for 82 games. It's always tough that you get judged based on a short series, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it, it sucks, but that's where... uh, I mean, I'll let people have their opinion, but let's be real. If, you know any other team in the NBA were to get Damian Lillard, everybody, you know, that's trashing him now would just be like, Oh, I love him. You know, yeah. he's on my team. You know? <laughs> so it, it, it's just people wanting to try and, you know, push him in a closet just because, you know, he lost a playoff series. Like he will eventually get his, he'll leave Portland one day. Mm. Uh, he'll get his and you know, he'll, win a series and everybody will be like yeah we knew we it was great the whole time you know yeah. it's it's just everybody gets so caught up in you know a championship and the playoffs and you know you know I think Santana Moss said it down when he was in Miami you know big time players make big time plays place. in big time games yeah you know so it's like yeah dude you just got swept but dude's still a baller is that
0: all uh, right, now since um the Pelicans won that series and Golden State just beat the Spurs. Um well, you know, we could touch on that man, just uh before we get into the uh the series. But uh Golden State versus Spurs, man. Um just thoughts on that, man. Did the Spurs really have a chance with Hawaii mm-hmm. being out and you know, uh Carson mm-hmm. Prayers out to pop again, uh, with the loss of mm-hmm. his wife and
1: the did they the Spurs really have a chance, man? No, um, I mean, let let's be real. Did Steph Curry even play in this series? No. So there, there you have it. Yeah. Both teams were without their "quote unquote" best player. I mean, Spurs clearly were. Um, Warriors make the argument there, yeah. but uh, they they just have more top to bottom. Uh, just Spurs were gonna let no yeah. How you drew it up? and that's just i think we got what we expected i think a lot of people I don't know, were expecting the sweep but you know i was happy for san antonio to get one at home yeah that was win awesome. one for the fans and yeah. call it a season and let some of those geezers get some rest yeah <laughs> Now,
0: I asked about Dwayne Wade, man, but can we have potentially seen the last of uh, Gin- Ginobili and possibly Parker? Because uh, those are the guys that are uh, up there in the age uh, for the Spurs. It was once their uh, go-to guys, uh, the bread and butter in yeah. the team. So.
1: You know, I, I, I will say I'm surprised we haven't seen the last of Parker. Not yeah. surprised we haven't seen the last of Ginobili. Um I wouldn't be shocked if either of them called it at any moment. Yeah. Um but I think Ginobili still has a little in the tank. I think Parker doesn't um I mean not saying Parker still couldn't play, but he wouldn't be contributing much. I mean at some point even though your body can still take the 82 game season or the 60 whatever Games with your rest games, you have to realize you're not really helping anybody out. Yeah, (laughs) I mean it's 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 great. I mean he's been incredible for that franchise, but I think Parker needs to call it. uh, If Ginobili wanted another one, I'd give him another one. But yeah, I mean they both considering hanging it up. Yeah, Um, not just for the fact of you know they're they're getting up there. But just the fact that, you know, I don't think people want to watch the people at the end of their careers ride benches and, you know, tribute and just kind of be, you know, dead weight for a team, especially when we remember these guys winning championships championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it's more for the fact that we want to remember these guys as really good players, not as the guys who stuck around too long. Yeah
2: can agree with that 100 percent
0: now you texted me earlier um this week man saying that you know there were rumors my man kawaii possibly going home hitting up la uh possibly uh during the summer man um how confident are you that the spurs could keep kawaii leonard man is it you think he's going to end up going somewhere else? Do you think with this, they got plenty of time now, so there's no games uh, for him and Pop, and just the organization to work it out with him? Um, if there's any tension, you know, there's still people talking about the injury and whatnot. He wasn't 100% or whatever. But um, how confident are you, man, that he will be back um, with the Spurs? Or you think this is pretty much dead? It's time for them to move on.
1: I I still think it's fifty fifty that he returns. Um, you know, he the system's kind of set up for, him yeah, in uh, in San Antonio. But you know, I'd also get if he wants to go somewhere else. Now I'll even admit it though. I'm sending you all this Kawhi to L.A. because so I know you'd want that more than anything yeah, that's in the very world. very True, <laughs> get you worked up. I'm getting you worked up and all that because let's be honest, there's rumors about him going everywhere. I'm here in Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm here in Boston. I'm hearing, yeah. I, I'm somehow hearing him going to the Rockets. Like, oh wow! Let, let's be real; <laughs> they're literally going to every team out there. Yeah, it's you know, hey, if they if they can make
0: room for him, man, you know why not? You know, yeah. But I, uh, uh, I wouldn't be sh- wouldn't be shocked if he goes. Yeah. Now, uh, let's get right into the series, man, from Golden State, and uh, not Golden State and the Pelicans, man, um, pretty confident a lot of people still have Golden State winning uh, yeah. this series, but if the Pelicans, yeah. man, if they play just like they played um, against Portland, they're going to give that team a run for their money, man, especially with Steph out, um, so what are your thoughts about
1: this
2: yeah, series?
1: I, I think we see Steph back this series. Yeah. Um, How many uh, games do you
0: think he's possibly going to miss? big? one, two. Uh,
1: probably at the most one. Okay. But that's what I get back for game two. Okay. Um, but you know, I I don't think there's really anything for Golden State to to worry about here. Um, you know, they play that fast, small, tough basketball, and I I still think it's you know still head and shoulders above. The League, yeah, with probably the exception of Houston, yeah uh, so I, we're all just kind of waiting for the inevitable um with a one two in the in the West, but uh, I don't think to worry about. they just play different type of basketball, different brand of basketball, um, most of the leagues isn't even close. Um, you know, I think here uh they'll really be able to spread the full. They'll, you know, get, uh, you know, Anthony Davis away from the rim on defense. Uh, I'll be interested to see if they have Davis guarding Durant. Wouldn't be shocked about it. Mm -hmm. But if that's the case, look for Draymond Green to have a really good series because he'll be able to play down low and helps, you know, create some space. And he'll be able to bring a guy outside. He'll be able to dribble drive. I think, I think this series is set up for Draymond. Yeah. I really do.
0: That's a good assessment. Uh, that's a really good assessment. Um, I just think like offensively, um, just for AD, man, I think he's just going to have a, uh, field day with his Golden State team. Um, just because I don't really no, think they I think he can. Yeah. I don't really see anybody just being able to bang with him, uh, just with his size and his skill level. Um, on the court. So I'm expecting them to have big numbers. Uh, just a little bit worried to see if Drew and Rondo, if they could step up and ball out like they were doing, um, last series, um, really going to be, you know, I already know AD is going to bring it, but can he's, mm-hmm. his teammates, um, his reserves and whatnot, bring it like, uh, they did against Portland. That's going to be the key factor for the series, but, um uh, mm-hmm. expecting big game out of a D, um, Still have Golden State winning this series, but, um, I do think, man, if this team can max out their potential like they did against Portland, I, I seriously do think they could give Golden State hell. so mm-hmm. it's just gonna be interesting to see if they can actually do it or not. So, yeah, it's gonna be a fun one to watch. All right, man. Now we have Utah versus OKC. Um, this is a little bit shocking. Um, you know Disappo- just, I think the word's disappointing. yeah, you know, this yeah, you could definitely say disappointing, man. This has been just wild, man. When you just look at Mello, P G, my oh man, Westbrook. Um they're just not clicking, man. Um I just it's just very disappointing, man. Westbrook he's turning the ball over. Um it's, it's kinda seems like in a way, man, he's just playing kinda like a little just too angry. Uh out there to me um, a little bit, man. Like, he's just – it's like he's just not playing the game. um, Like, he just has, like, something like some pent-up anger inside of him or something, man. It's like he's not um, as focused as he should be. You know, he's getting the numbers. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, Uh he definitely – he has to get the players around him involved more, and it just seems like
1: it's kind of like him against the world out there a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of always been the knock on Westbrook is he he plays out of control. Yeah, been very out of control. And, yeah, yeah, you know, like you said, it's turnovers. It's you know, it's just forcing and, and so, the. Uh, it, yeah, it's it, possibly it, it's, he could have
0: been suspended. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So, but a lot of times it's him just trying to force it too much. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, I kind of just summed it up. It's the big three in Oklahoma City, which is not being a big three at all. Yeah. And whether the credit actually lies here or not, I actually think Donovan Mitchell's watching how Ben Simmons plays and wants to do one better. Yeah, Dave, yeah. Um, I can definitely you see, know, yeah. I, I think Donovan Mitchell is a stud. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody's denying that, but you know, like I said, I, I think this Utah team is just a cast of blue collar guys. You know, you're not looking at anybody on that team and thinking, you know, this guy is carrying them to the finals. Yeah. But they're they're playing like they're they're ready to go.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, they have a defensive player of the year candidate in uh, Rudy Gobert, oh, yeah. and a rookie of the year candidate and Donovan Mitchell, but those two things don't usually lead you to beating a team as heralded as Oklahoma City was this year. Yeah. So they're, they're really pulling something and just playing great basketball. Um, but if you've been paying attention to Utah this year, you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've just been playing, um, absolutely phenomenal together.
0: Just a question for you, man. Um, because, um, There have been uh, people questioning who should um, OKC's defense focus on because Ricky Rubio has been balling out of his mind, Uh um, coming off a triple-double and whatnot against this OKC team. Um, But should they focus on Rubio? Should Rubio be their main concern or should Donovan Mitchell? Because some people were saying you shut down Donovan Mitchell, Rubio is not going to have those type of numbers. Um, so who do you think, uh, this OKC team should have their primary focus on, uh, for this Utah Jazz team? Because you pretty much said it too, man, this team, this Utah Jazz team is not, you know, any, like, major superstars or anything like that. This is another team that has guys on there that can just get the job done, have good pieces that Uh just work together, have great chemistry, um, so... Just with that, man. What do you think uh, OKC should be focused on just defensively
2: um, for this team?
1: I don't honestly. It's it's tough to just pinpoint it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think first and foremost it starts with Donovan Mitchell. I feel like when he gets excited, the team gets excited. Yeah. Um. You know, they're he's doing it from all over. I think he's way better at the rim than people thought he was. Yeah. Um. You know, he's he's able to get up in traffic. He's able to break. Uh, it, to me, it's it, it's just the fact that I think they don't really need to slow anybody down. They just need to create the momentum and keep it for themselves. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you know, it's not like Don Mitchell's going out there scoring you know 40 a game. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, getting, granted, he's getting his 20, but I don't think Oklahoma City is really dealing with something that they shouldn't be able to handle. Yeah.
0: Now we're talking about Donovan Mitchell. Um, there's been another Donovan that people have been talking about, and that's Billy Donovan, um, OKC's coach. Um, people have been questioning his coaching skills. Um, you know, saying that he should do a better job of coaching, man. And as it all seems like a lot of the time, man, whenever a team's not going well, you know, just point the finger at the coach. Um, do you feel he's to blame for part of this, or do you think that's mostly just Westbrook and the, uh, his teammates. Um, that's
2: the point for this uh, collapse that's going on right now.
1: Yeah, yeah r- real fast before I touch into that. Looks like LeBron just hit a twenty-five footer for uh, the buzzer beater to win. Oh, really? Uh, okay. To win tonight. So yeah. So it looks like they're taking a three-two. Um, yeah, LeBron ended with forty-four tonight. That's just so uh, crazy, though, man. Yeah, this guy's is out night.
0: there, yeah, having that yeah, big, big night, night and just barely getting by.
2: You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know it's unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, anyway, back to uh, your question. Uh, you're asking kind of who's to blame there in Oklahoma City. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I don't. I don't think there's one person to blame. Um, but it's the cast of characters. Yeah. Um, you're you're seeing a big three that was, you know, arguably a top three team in the Western Conference. Uh, yeah. You know, just not being able to pull it off. You know, they're, I don't know that the chemistry, they, they took a lot longer to figure it out than Golden State did. And I think, however, whatever recipe Golden State has, they need to hold on to it and put it, you know, lock and key behind, you know, 40 safe doors. Yeah. You know, just, it it's, it's hard to pinpoint what it exactly is, but I, I, I just don't think that team has the chemistry. Yeah. And and I don't know if that falls on coaching or if that falls on the players. You know, I it falls on the players because the NBA is just full of a bunch of egos. Yeah. You know, everybody wanting theirs. Everybody wanting. You know, you start lo- losing, you get mad, and you pout. You know, no one's really doing anything about it because they're like, well, I'm getting paid a ton of money, so why should I care? Yeah. You know, and, and granted, I'm I'm not saying that's the attitude with Oklahoma City, but. Let's be real. We had an eighty-two games. Now they're about to lose the series. Yeah, you, you should have figured it out by now. Yeah. If you were going to, you would have.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Is uh, you know, series still going, man? But can O C K C pull pull up back and win the series, no. or is it over? No, it it's done. <laughs> I agree, man. It's a shame, but yeah, I, I do have Utah winning this I don't see those guys uh making a comeback. Um, which no, is great, we were talking uh before the playoffs even started, you know, with O K C that's just one of those teams, man, when when they can get hot and when they actually planted at their full potential, the team can be absolutely unstoppable, man, but it's just it's stuff like this, man, where they just can have games and be mm-hmm. in a series, man, where they can just not pull it together, man. So it's it's frustrating. It's disappointing. Um, I don't really see. Um, like I said, I just having moves in the series, and I don't really see PG, uh, possibly, uh, risking coming back to this team, man. Probably want to get another place to go, uh, play, man. Um, because you know this could be very frustrating for him for sure, man. Uh-huh. Uh, just how this is going out right now. Yep, definitely. Pete, Paul George, man, hit up Lakers with uh, my man Kawhi. So
1: let's do it. Oh, but, you mean you mean they're not gonna they're not gonna take uh, LeAngelo? I tell you what, I'll take <laughs>
0: Paul George and Kawhi over him. So hey, <laughs> who who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But all right, man. To close this out. Uh, must we got to talk about this Rockets and Timberwolves team. Um, the Rockets are up 3-1. Minnesota, man, they had some flashes, man. They came out, uh, I think, winning game one of the series or game two. Um, I forgot which one it was. But they've been having their moments, man, where they've been hanging in there with this Houston Rockets team. Mm-hmm. Man, and just Houston will just pull um, – pull out, man, and just get them, uh scoring streaks going, man, and just sell it out. But uh, mm-hmm. had D. Rose, man, he's been having some phenomenal moments uh, with his uh, Minnesota team in the series. So, they've had their flashes, man, but just cannot pull it
1: together. Just thoughts on Minnesota and Houston? Yeah, uh, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think, you know, Minnesota still a couple years away. Yeah. Um, they are... Just an inexperienced. Uh, granted, I don't think there's as good of a team as Houston is, yeah. uh, so that's you know that's just a big factor in itself. But you know, I think you would would agree with me. I think Minnesota is better than an eight seed. Yes, I agree. Um, with that. I I believe at one point they were up to like the four seed with like a month to go in the season. Then they uh, lost Anthony a bunch Hounds, right at the uh, end.
0: What's my man? I've got Jimmy Butler and uh, yeah. Wiggins. You got yeah, be it. better mean, than an AC with them, yeah. man. So it's, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. For but sure. To be fair, though, and, that Western
1: Conference is competitive as hell. I, I agree. Uh, I agree. But, I mean, from what I'm seeing now, I feel like I've seen a little bit of better basketball from then than I have Oklahoma City. True. I, I do agree with that. So, you know. It is what it is. You get placed where you get placed. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think that, you know, you're just not going to be Houston right now. If, if you're this Minnesota team, you're just not. But I think this tough series is going to make them stronger for next year. Yeah. I think that next year we'll see them take a step forward. Uh, we'll see a lot of these guys, you know, really come hungry next year after getting a taste of this. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, Carl Anthony Towns is, is still yet to play his best basketball. Yeah. Good. Uh, you know, I think we're also looking at Wiggins still with his best basketball in front of him. And and I think Jimmy Butler really going to kind of corral these guys. Um, I think we got a lot to see from Minnesota still. Yeah. Uh wouldn't be shocked if the game – or if the series ends tonight. Um, just because Houston's that good, James Harden, I think, uh, will be our MVP. Yeah. Uh, he's had a phenomenal year. Uh, Clint Capella's been awesome as well. Yeah. Eric Gordon off the bench. Jeff uh, – Gerald Green off the bench, right? They have yeah, Gerald, he has Jeff. been –
0: shout out to him, man, because he uh, – yeah came out with that 10-day contract or whatever, balled out ever since, man. has been helping the team yeah. tremendously uh, with this play. So, yeah. it was a guy that, you know, was once forgotten and, you know, chased after his dreams, man, still, and he's out there doing his thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, this shows, man, you get on the right system um, yeah. with the right – especially, man, just with the offensive genius that Mike D is – yeah, um, You know, he sure. can make anybody look good. But, you know, like I said, man, you go going in the right system, man. You can look absolutely phenomenal, man. And that's what, how he's been with that team. Uh, he's been helping them a lot yeah.
1: this year. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's kind of weird because as much as, you know, we see them being a really good offensive team, they're better defensively than people think they are. So yeah, um, they're, they're a full team. I think everybody's wanting to see them play Golden State. But I would really love to see what, in the seven game series the way they're playing right now. Yeah.
2: Definitely agree with that.
0: Man. Uh, you know, you're talking about uh just uh they should be better than a um eighth seed, uh, with the Timberwolves. Um, you know, I was saying that uh Milwaukee should be better than a seven oh. seed Who do you think's been a
1: little bit more disappointing this year? The Timberwolves or Milwaukee? Oof. Um, only because coming into the season, we knew what Carl Anthony Towns was. We knew what Jimmy, we knew what Jimmy Butler was. Yeah. But I feel like Andrew Wiggins kind of took a step backwards. Yeah. I don't think he had as good of a year as he did a couple of years ago. Yeah. But you know, I think we look at Milwaukee and we still don't know what a lot of those players are. I yeah. think we really know what Jabari Parker is. Yeah. Um the injury really hurt him. Uh I that don't think nice. we Yeah, yeah you know, I don't think we really know what Chris Middleton is. Yeah. Um I think that team just has too many question marks. Um I don't think Giannis has enough help. It you know, I don't even think we understand what their coaching situation is. <laughs> So, sure. you know, it, it's just, to to me, it's one of those things where, you know, I think that team still just has a lot of question marks. Um, were they disappointing? Yeah, because, you know, we know what the potential is for them. Yeah. Um, but I think we just have less question marks around Minnesota. Yeah.
2: Definitely agree with that.
0: All right, we basically touched on everything um we needed to touch on for the show, man. Just um did you have anything else to add for the show?
1: No. Um you know, we could see yep up, up tonight. Uh Toronto took a three two lead, Cleveland took a three two lead. And we could see the uh, second round for the West already set up tonight. So yeah. uh, we'll wait and see what happens going forward. Uh, it looks like next time we talk, we'll probably be in the middle of uh, the second round series. Yeah. So uh, we'll have some good stuff, and uh, we'll recap the draft a little bit.
0: Yep. Should be fun. Yeah, uh, before we close out, man, I just give a shout-out to uh, Detroit on Kevin Lee. Um, in the UFC, man, hmm. pulling off that uh, yeah. win,
1: I thought he was yeah. about to
0: lose at first, man. Uh, you saw
1: that kick, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was that roundhouse? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I thought he was going to go down. Yeah. You know, a- but he he did a really good job of staying on his feet and then attacking low. Yeah, and, and um, get, that, yeah, was, that, that was that was what yeah. saved him. because if if well, and he's also kind of lucky that other guy didn't really react very fast from the kick either. Yeah, if he, if he um, would have finished that up with another kick or, like, a knee to his, uh yeah, he, yeah, he would have if, been if, done. Yeah, if the guy would have just been ready and even took him to the ground, he would have had it. Yeah. But, Kevin Lee did what he was supposed to do. Stayed up, went low, and just regained control.
2: Yeah.
0: Just proud of both of my guys. Like I said, I said it before, I'm a huge fan of both of them. Um, Kevin Lee, he was handling business in that fight. Uh, started off. Uh, Barboza, he's the guy that you always, you know, I don't care how much you're winning in a fight, you don't want to sleep on him, because one of those kicks, man, will take you out for the night, so, uh, just good to see that man, um, you know, really looking forward, especially Barboza, because this is his second loss in a row, so really looking forward to see what he's going to be able to do uh, for his next fight, because I believe that's definitely going to be a must-win for him, so. Uh, But other than that, man, it's just a phenomenal fight. Uh, Both of those guys is going out there, putting their heart heart into that last fight. Uh, Just phenomenal to watch. So, but other than that, guys, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the show. Um, As always, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud. Just hit us up in that search engine. Don't kill the messages podcast. Um, Also, feel free to check us out on Twitter at BKM underscore cast. I uh, love to hear from you guys on there as well, uh, but until then, man, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Uh, be hitting y'all up next week probably to give our thoughts up on this NFL
2: draft and talk about some more NBA playoffs. So catch y'all then. Peace.